on this week's episode of Bungalore and the Bus, we are hanging out at Sideward Brewing in the Milk District. Don't cry over spilled milk, girl. Just come have a beer with us. Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Bustegger. And I'm always over the fold and never under the fold. Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. What does that mean? Is that like a Scottish oh, thing or like something? It's a newspaper thing. You gotta oh, I get it. Oh, yeah, I get it. No, it's called above the fold. Oh, let's start over. No, 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 no. <laughs> above the fold. Here on Bungalower and the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods, including the Milk District, where we are tonight. We are. And we're at Sideward Brewing. Yeah. Or is it beers. brewery? I can never remember. Brewing. Some places are brewery. Some places are brewing. This one's an action word. So it's, it's funny. Brewing. I like beer, Brendan. I know. Did you know that? Yeah. <laughs> and yes. I've actually never been here. It's mostly because I live in College Park and we've, we've just never recorded here. We tried to record here one time. I feel like we tried to record at Whiskey Lou's. We did. It was too loud. We did it's half smoky. a show at Whiskey Lou's across uh-huh. the street from here. It was smoky, which they don't smoke in there no more, right? No, it's for smoke free. And so and we, they have a fried chicken re- kitchen yeah. now. So we did half a show there. It was too loud. So we were going to come over here, but they were closed. Uh-huh. We which, just, I don't know why they were closed. Was it COVID? No, it was like a weird time. It, it was Thursday. I don't know. Anyway, uh, maybe it was like a Sunday or something. That doesn't make any sense. Anyway, we were gonna do, we just like recorded the show in the parking lot. Maybe why were we trying? Why were no they closed? Idea. I have no we idea. Did. We just recorded it in the parking lot, looking at each other like a couple of nerds. Yeah, and it was great. And I think some people came by and like, "What are you guys doing? Like nothing, none of your business." Touching butts <laughs> here on Bungalore the Bus to talk about all the top headlines, like you said. But John, what was your week like? I uh, I installed a front door light. At okay. my house. Okay. Yeah. That's a grown-up thing to do with Well, my wife week. did it, and I watched her do it. <laughs> <laughs> I let her do the electrical things. That way, if she gets shocked, Oh, like you did the electrical her. stuff. Yeah, well, you got to install it. Yeah, that's how lights so, work. So, okay, because I'm going to need to change out some lights in my house. You soon. can hire my wife. Well, she'll come help me like a friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We, uh, I changed the, uh, the plugs in my toilets. Is that a thing? The little stoppers on the top. Oh, okay. Like when you flush it, there's yes. a, it lifts up the thing. Yeah, yeah. That's what I did. Okay. Feeling butch. Yeah, you're like a, a homeowner almost. Oh, well, we're trying. Don't, you know, knock on wood. I want to buy the house we're, we're renting. Yes. So we can uh, charge too much rent for it one day. Yeah, you should. You're going to be like an evil landlord, aren't you? I would, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We'll landlord. have a curfew. Can we put curfews on people? Yeah, you who rent? can. You can do anything you want as yeah, a landlord. That's what I'm going to do. You could be like, they're going to be like, oh my, my toilet's fixed. You're like, too bad. I'm really going to make a cam house for hot guys doing like push ups and cam stuff. House. Yeah, you put in webcams everywhere. Oh, okay. I don't to... know your terms. <laughs> <laughs> your as in, as in gays. Yeah, <laughs> straight people do that. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they yeah. Do. There's a couple like weird cam houses here in town. Really? Yeah, it's like I didn't know that for like weird porny stuff. You know what I mean? I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Are you like, I've been in that house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that bathroom that looks familiar. Somehow. Yeah. Oh, I work with that guy. <laughs> uh, well, should we just hop into the news? We can. News. We can. As we said, we're here at Sideward Brewing. I think it's their three-year anniversary. I want to say six years. Was it six years? Yeah. Was Did it? I make I that up? I said three. Well, it's their birthday coming it's their up. Birthday on the twenty sixth. Maybe that's it. That's what he said. But I'm pretty sure it's three years. Okay, 
Anyway, he's either either bring a three year old gift or a six year old gift, and they're, and they're celebrating their birthday, and we're very excited for them. They're gonna have lots of specials on the twenty sixth. They have good food here too. I had a great I had a turkey food. sandwich. I had a tempeh Reuben, which was better than like a meat eating Reuben. It was really good. It was. I believe the sandwich was good. It was, like, I want to cuss about it. it I like so Rubens, good. though. We had a good Reuben last week. He got the hideaway. I slept with the Reuben once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, wild pigs are invading Claremont. Really? Yeah. You want to talk about it? Yes. <laughs> you ever seen a wild pig in the wild? Um, Just like a, a really angry police officer <laughs> once. How <laughs> oh, dare you? I saw wild pigs one time i was hiking here in florida or walking yeah I they're invasive species are they yeah they're not supposed to be here the spanish brought them over it's okay. their fault well i mean 500 years it's still invasive yeah they dig things up they, they destroy they're natural habitats like, they are mean to mess with pigs they'll bite you they that's will. what killed robert robert baratheon in game of thrones was not a wild spoiler pig. Alert. yeah <laughs> well it's his fault for trying to kill it it's true and it fought it's back. the first book in the first Series, which so. you've already gotten. Through. I'm through that, so we're good. Okay, well, uh, it's so wait, what are these pigs in doing? a scene out of a Miyazaki movie? There, there are hundreds of wild hogs invading suburban hundreds? neighborhoods. Yeah, in Claremont, according to uh, someone who wrote in the Central Florida 100 column, AJ Marsden, and uh, and apparently these subdivisions don't want to do anything about it. They're not protected. Uh, they they're saying well, you know well, there's nothing we can do and AG Marsden is like it's because they're getting forced out of their natural habitat to That's which I say true. they're invasive just shoot them really yeah okay yeah I don't have any qualms about killing invasive species yeah you can kill pythons I'm okay with that pythons you know iguanas are cute but they shouldn't be you know what about those Cuban tree frogs you kill those I don't no they're cute they are cute yeah they're, that's called charismatic uh charismatic megafauna when they're bigger right I don't <laughs> know what to call them when they're tiny so yeah be careful if you're in Claremont and uh I'm sorry your your suburban homes are getting invaded People by go on wild hog pigs. hunts all the time so they do those what do you mean hawk hunts hog hunts. oh oh yeah 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 because yeah. yeah, then you can eat them they're delicious they're probably great I would eat a wild hog I have Really? Yeah, delicious. Does it taste different than a regular? A little hog? greasy. All right. Yeah, I remember I still that. eat it. I had one that had worms in it. Oh, gross! Worms, I know. But they're not always like that. Why don't they just make they a thing out of it? Like, come shoot the hogs of Claremont. I don't know why they don't have a wild hog hunt. That'd be fun, and then you could have like a barbecue thing after. And we I all don't know if I would want to do it, but I would eat I afterwards. Go. I would. I would eat afterwards. You feel bad killing a hog? I'm just not a, a hunting person. I, I don't. I don't mind if people do. It's their thing that's fine it's just there's, not my thing there's something about like hunting dumb animals though you know like i know pigs are I generally like smart. ducks though like i feel bad for the ducks when you shoot ducks uh they're very pretty yeah yeah ducks are hard i used to feel bad for partridge when people killed them yeah but they're also dumb too like <laughs> if you're walking through the through a path in the woods they don't they'll, like just stay there until you step on them sometimes really yeah like they just they'll just freeze in place and they wait for you to hope for the best you know they send thoughts and prayers hoping that you just won't step on them and and, and then, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's just not Maybe my thing, do. but people do it, and that's fine. Yeah, I do like the idea of it, though. Like, like if this was a fiction, I like the idea of hundreds of wild pigs invading Floridian suburbs. Uh, you know, it's it like they're be, fighting back, really. Yeah, or yeah the hogs like a, are fighting back. There's pigs, like a whatever. crazy old man who like has mind control powers and is making them invade or something mm-hmm. like a druid. I think that'd that's be great. Really I mean, Claremont's pretty rural when you get out there. Yeah. Um. I think so. In in kind of like Animal Farm, one of those pigs grew up and tried to, and he got in a fight 
at, did you, well, I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm <laughs> trying to talk about that guy that got tasered at the airport. He's like 30, I, 34 years I old. Didn't, I watched like a little bit of this video. He looked I, like, I mean, he looked like a jerk, right? Yeah, but also like something was wrong. Like he, he could not talk to someone. You don't think he was just drunk? No. You think was, it was more than that? He was very aggressive. Like for what he was doing, he was like out of control. There was something happening. He had like an impulse control issue. And he was, I think he needed help. And, and unfortunately... Uh, airports are not a place you can't where you do can that get at an airport. Help. Like, yeah, like you just can't. Like, I think he was having like a breakdown of some sort. Yeah, yeah, I do, and I don't know what that means, or, or maybe know. he's just like cognitively just like wasn't all there. But then also in airport news, did you hear about that JetBlue pilot who got he escorted off a plane? Yeah, he was drunk. He was drunk. Fifty-two-year-old James Clifton. He was trying to fly a JetBlue uh, flight from Buffalo to Fort Lauderdale, and he tested. Uh, over the limit, like for twice a the legal limit, I think. Well, it was a lot. The legal limit for pilots. I meant is for driving. Point zero four percent. Uh huh. And he tested at point one seven, which is a lot of lot of. Is drinks. that like really really drunk? I mean, yeah, it's twice the legal driving limit. Yeah, because the driving limit is point zero. I just wasn't sure if the driving limit was different for. Well, it is. Then. It is. It's point zero eight for driving cars. Point yeah. zero four for airplanes. Yeah, which is probably like a beer. Five hours ago. Okay, so like he's, this is like three beers then. No, he's probably he probably had more than that. Okay, and he tried to fly. Yeah. All right. Sorry. I mean, James. at that point, it's it's probably a a long term issue with the person. It's not like oh, I had fun last night or I'm partying. Oh my god, it's I got a high plane. stress thing. It is. You know, I mean, especially but, lately. But you got to have rules. I mean, I don't want a drunk pilot. There's like no. I agree. Maybe a drunk. Uh, uh, flight attendant. I think there's something to be said about <laughs> that. Might be fun. That would be fun. There's something to be said about like the environment around airports and like people who work there and the people who are oh, flying. Yeah. That that is maybe like leading people to be acting out of. But that's sorts. A, that. But that becomes a a bigger issue with the actual airline. Like to deal with if, if you're having problems, we we can help you. But we can't help you if you're going to get drunk and try to fly. I a wonder plane. if they have like. Psych, psychiatric. I'm people. sure they do. It's the same thing where I work at the sheriff's office. Like, if you're having issues, we have we have tools for that, but we can't help you if, if you go well, sort like of too girl far. Was trying, she was getting chased around on her motorized suitcase. Well, you know, well, she wasn't a pilot. No, but this is it's kind of like the guy that got tasered. Like, she was gotta drunk. be. She was, but she was also a little crazy. You don't know that. It could have been just the, the booze. Well, she she pooped all over the back of the police car and ripped it up so like that's not someone who's just drunk okay i'd, I'd have to be pretty drunk to do that to so, to a police car <laughs> it's true yeah not too drunk because <laughs> i'm a little crazy amazon's closing all of their four-star stores really we they're like we don't want to do this brick and mortar thing no more well they want to still focus on whole foods and amazon go and those things that it's just walk out that technology where it, uh-huh. it scans your face, you don't have to pay anyone. I like I like the idea of it. I've never done it. I, I mean, would do it. I like I, you know, I, I know Amazon gets a bad rap, and I get it, but I do uh, like Amazon sometimes. <laughs> I mean, I bought I bought six cans of shaving cream this week. Whoa. Don't gotta buy that. It was like eight bucks for six of them. I bought a uh, I bought a, a a container for all my shoes to sit outside on my deck. 
brought to my house. These are things I don't have to go to Home Depot to get. I got a uh, a giant inflatable Kool Aid Man <laughs> suit. All right, I got adult things, yeah. and then you got a Halloween costume. I had a little like I had a Christmas bonus that I just got <laughs> <laughs> a couple months. You no, know, bonus isn't just supposed to go to garbage, right? No, it's although just it going can, to get I guess. But I wanted to like wear it and go to where people are crashing their cars into things. Uh huh. And you and, did. I did. One of them, though, someone died at that site. I didn't know it at the time, so I can't use that footage, <laughs> even though it was the best photo. Uh-huh. But I had to get rid of it because people were insulted. Where were the other car crashes at? Uh, okay, so College Park. That's yeah. where the guy died. Uh, Thornton Park. Uh, their sign as you're going down like 1792 into Thornton Park. Yeah, that someone, was broken. Um, the tattoo shop over here in Milk District, just around the corner from here. Oh, that guy ran into it recently, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. And actually, apparently, the tattoo shop guy, I, I want to say it's like Lucky Rabbit Tattoos. The owner just had a stroke. So oh, no. Send out some positive vibes to them. And uh, yeah, it's just, it just happens too much. People are driving too fast. They get a little crazy. Slow down, man. Yeah, slow down. UCF student is tracking Russian oligarch planes. Yeah, he is. Is he giving up on Elon Musk? I think it's still happening. I'm sure. It's all automated. Yeah. He, it's not he hard came to up do. with these automated bots. I mean, I couldn't do it, but. <laughs> no. It's just like if a I computer. Knew coding. It's a computer program, a code. Yeah, he made these bots. You know, they like it's not like a robot, but he's got <laughs> like a code. <laughs> that would be way better. <laughs> that like pulls the data as soon as it's uh, updated on these public sites, and these public sites were launched after nine eleven. Yeah, because people. So just if you have a name, and you have a flight are. number, and you have a, 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 I think a tail number on your plane, uh-huh. you have to register before you can go. That's up everyone. Doesn't matter who you yep. are. Every plane gets registered like that. And so he was doing that with uh, Elon Musk, and now he's doing it with all of these billionaire Russian <laughs> oligarchs. And it was interesting. In one of his interviews, I think it was with Huffington Post, he was talking about the size of the planes. Are they just like jets? Like Spruce Goose. Like I, massive I ones. It. Like like giant flying triple-decker buses, you know? Billionaires, man. And he says they're going all over the place. And so Trying like, to hide their cash I right guess. now. But like while these, these commercial flights, everybody's cracking down on where Russian planes can go right now. Yes. But his bots are clearly showing that the wealthiest of the wealthy are not restricted at all. Yeah, I'm not sure how that works with Russian airspace and Russian planes. Like, Because right now they're not allowed to fly like anywhere. But, but they're that, leaving. He's seeing them going to Europe. He's seeing them going to the Middle East. pertain like, to private jets as well. I, it I, should. It's, yeah, absolutely. Why would it, it just apply to the public? I don't know. You know, and especially when it's these people with all the cash that are bankrolling some of these weirdos and buying tanks for people. Yeah. And, they're the ones that should be cracked down I on. saw all the comments like, so long, buddy. Like, you're not going to make it for another few months. You're going to get, you know. Oh, like get taken out? Yeah, get taken well, out. Well, joke's on you if he gets taken out. It doesn't matter because it's all automated. <laughs> Go so what forever. does it matter if you kill him? It's yeah, true. Then he'll never be able to take it down. <laughs> you know, he's just a little 19-year-old. Yeah. yeah. Smart guy, though. He'll do well. He doesn't do What's a good interview, Do you know though. his name? Uh, Jack Sweeney. Jack Sweeney. Yeah, sounds like a, a character in a in a Disney movie. It does. It? Like he's like he's kind of a nerd, and then he like takes a potion. And, uh, basically, the nutty person. I wish it was like Jimmy, like Jimmy Sweeney. That'd be a really uh-huh. good nerdy. Yeah, name. like he owns a, a suit store. Yeah, <laughs> I'm Jimmy Sweeney. Jimmy Sweeney, come on down for a discount. Buy so one get two free. Yeah, free inseam measuring. <laughs> That's what you want. Oh, I got it. I got it. Got impassioned. <laughs> uh, three. Wait, do you know the actual Twitter feed? Is it like uh, Russian jets or? Oh, I saw. I wrote about it. You I followed go, it. Um, yeah, I wrote about it. You could go to bugler.com. I didn't write it down in this though because I'm dumb. <laughs> Are you looking it up right now? No. 
You're getting sexy, taking, sexy text. I'm not getting sexy text. You're right here. Who would I get them from? Exactly. That's what I want to hear. <laughs> we doing okay? On yeah, time? we're good. We're good. Uh, three Paramore institutions are getting big funding. Yeah, it's very exciting. The the city and then like Wells built applied for some big grants from the Florida African American Cultural and Historical Grants Committee. Whoa, that's an acronym. I it's too much. <laughs> like. You talk about lack of creativity at the top level. It's always very evident in the name of these organizations. Uh-huh. Just call it Aflac or something. Like, I can't. <laughs> That's an insurance company. You might get sued for that, but that's okay. Sued. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Like one word, like Madonna. Uh-huh. I just see like I agree. one word. I agree. Too much. It's a lot to remember. Like, I got a grant from Madonna. That's more exciting. <laughs> so wait, how much did they get and what are they? who got it? Wellsbuilt Museum's getting $500,000 for some renovations. Yeah, and that Wellsbuilt Museum used to be a hotel. It was owned by Dr. Uh, Monroe Wells. No, Gene, oh, what's his first name? Monroe's his middle name. Just Dr. I Wells. Dr. We'll Wells. Uh, one of the first prominent uh, black doctors in Central Florida. He, and he built this hotel because for, for touring uh, black musicians and businessmen. It was in the Green Book, right, which was showed uh, black people where they could go travel to safely and stay when they were traveling. And the Black Bottom House of Prayer, which is that hotel, or it was a, an old historic church. That's Oh, like, they needed a roof. Yeah, baby blue and purple. They get their roof? Well, no, they need a million dollars to repair that roof. Oh. The roof collapsed in 2019, and the pastor was told that she needed to raise a million bucks to repair it. And so she's got $500,000 towards that. Halfway there. She's trying to raise money online. I, th- I think she, her target was two fifty. I think she's only raised like five grand. Really? So I don't know how, what's going to happen. That's a hard thing to raise online. Like you got to get like community it support is, for that. Well, and especially if your congregation is not wealthy. Yeah. Like where, like if you have a tiny congregation in a small community, where where are you going to get those tough. monies from? So and hopefully. I hope, and I hope they do. I mean, I hope she does. And, and the way to do it is sort of reaching out uh-huh. nationally and globally but there's just so many online uh fundraisers oh, that it's, it's hard to sort of break through yeah and i i don't have money to do all that you know like do you give money to people online almost i did never. to a nigerian prince the other day i got, <laughs> I got a very compelling yeah. email yeah, yeah. yeah. well cash. you're gonna get a million dollars eventually they just got to get it through yeah you just customs. needed you needed some help uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no i don't really do that and like i guess if it was somebody i knew and when I read those like Facebook posts, and and generally it's not people I know like really well. Yeah, it's always like some friend of a friend of a friend. I'm like, I ain't giving that person twenty. Well, that brings up the uh, there's a fundraiser right now for Orlando Brewing. I saw this, you know, and and poor Orlando Brewing because people are tearing them apart in the comments. But they, <laughs> how many years ago? So I'm wait, saying they've been four in business years for ago. 16, twenty years, sixteen. They've been they've been they've been in business for a long time. Yeah, and and they're. Like one of the first sort of local breweries in Orlando, if not the first. I think the first. Definitely the only and like the only first organic, organic yeah, yeah. in the state. Yeah. And so they started before this whole like, I mean, we're at Sideward Brewing tonight, which uh-huh. is great. But like this sort of came after Orlando Brewing and a lot of places did. And, and they're in, like them. a warehouse. They're like what breweries kind of used to be. Now breweries are like in residential Yeah, the guy who runs it is like an old hippie. Yeah. And I've met him. His name's John, I think. Uh, uh I think his name's John. It's not John. I think it's John. We'll have to look it up. Anyway, I I've just met wrote him. about him too. He's a nice guy, uh, but it's hard because like 
I, they need what two hundred fifty thousand dollars? They say to he's move? asking for two hundred fifty thousand, but that's not just to move. It's also because they want to update their equipment. Like, so, like, I think the average person might be like, "Well, like, you're a business. Like, you should have yeah. been saving that money in case you needed to move." I'm not saying people shouldn't donate. Do what you want to do. Apparently, they were, and okay. then the pandemic hit. They had to dip into their savings to pay for a lot of, uh, you know, unforeseen things. I don't think they had to let anyone go. They, I don't know. Do you? I mean, and I don't want to talk bad about any business, but sounds like you're I, about I'm to just say, like, do you think Orlando Brewing? When you look at all these breweries here in Orlando, <laughs> do you think Orlando Brewing has kept up with all the other ones? Like, I see Ivanhoe all the time. I people are here right now at Sideward. Like, I just I see these other breweries doing like the brewery thing, and I don't feel like Orlando Brewing no, does it. And the then same. you see they have a very. They have a very involved, small following that just loves everything they do. Uh-huh. Um, do I think that they're up to par with, like, what's that, Dead Words that just opened up, yeah. which is amazing? No. No. But I like that there's, like, a sleepy old school quality to them. I agree. They are what and they I've are. I've been there, and I like their beer, and I like, like, their whole sort of tap room, but I just don't know if they've sort of kept up with the other Which is what I them. think they're hoping, like, maybe with this infusion of cash, maybe they could have rallied their community to come in and reinvest in them for the move. They find That's somewhere bigger money, and exciting to go to. It's a lot it's of It's a money. lot. It's a lot of money. That's a lot of $20 you got to get from people. It's a lot. And, I, and they've had four years to be doing this. Like, yeah. They could have launched the fundraiser four years ago. You know, they're looking to move to either Point Orlando, I Drive, or ooh, just burped in the thing, uh, <laughs> further down on Orange Avenue. Because I think a lot of people might say, well, like, I like Orlando Brewing. I like their beer. But if, if they were to close, which is sad, I still have 25 other breweries that I can go to There's a lot. There's a lot. And, and sm- you know, maybe, like, Sideboard's a little, like, much smaller Yes. But they crank it out. Or Ivanhoe Brewing, their tasting room is very small, but they have probably the best distribution deal they do. out of any of the local breweries. Because yeah, they're everywhere. Yeah, they're everywhere. Yeah, they're at the stadium. They're at Amway. Because that's how they hustle, right? Because they're, they're not, they know in order to continue to grow, you have to serve beyond just the people that are coming into your tasting oh, room. Yeah. You have to serve the whole community, which is, that's what the game is now. Yeah. And I don't know if they do that. So. I don't know. You just put me in a hard spot there. I, mean, I, I want to support I mean, them. Like I said, I don't want anybody to close, but I just no. think, I think that's a hard sell Do for I a think lot of them people. moving to the tourist corridor makes sense? Yeah, because there, there's not a brewery there's on, the, not, on I Drive. And they would kill it. I mean, the only... The, 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 Whether you like their beer or not. Yeah, there's the, the place, the, the Darden place. I can't think of the name of it. Long... I can't remember. But they have like a ton of beers. They're a cool sort of beer place, but there's no like local brewery on iDrive. We got it. Let's go take a break. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about a whole bunch of a new drama and some bigger stories we're about to launch. This is Brendan for Orange County Library System to tell you about these three things. Women Make History is on March 9th at the Washington Park Branch. This event will recognize the impact of powerful women who made an awesome contribution to our history with stories, crafts, and activities. Eatonville and West Oaks Branch celebrate the Hindu Spring Festival of Holly on March 9th and 16th. Learn the history and meaning of this festival and how it is honored in India and around the world. Turn writer's block into an opportunity instead of a setback. On March 10th, join author E.J. Wenstrom for 10 questions to break through writer's block to learn how creative thought functions and what causes writer's block. 
For more information on these three things and much more, visit OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. From the DeWitt Law Firm, it's the official attorney of Bungalower and the Bus. It's Mo DeWitt, and this is Mo in a Minute. Mo, good to see you. Good to see you, John. So earlier this week, I was driving on I-4, and something fell off a truck. I-4 is treacherous. It, it sure is. But thankfully, what fell off didn't hit my car. But I was thinking, what if it did? I mean, who do I sue? Do I sue the state of Florida? I can't sue a road, can I? No, you can't sue a road, and you can't sue a God for gravity. But... You could sue the driver who didn't properly secure that item. So we see this a lot because what will happen is, you know, a ladder or something will fall off a truck and then it'll cause a multi-car pileup because everyone's trying to avoid the ladder. And so it becomes a question of, well, who's at fault? Well, really the person who's at fault is the person who dropped the ladder on the road. So you have to go out and locate that person because a lot of times they just drive off. They don't even know, maybe. They may not even know. So you have to go and locate them because they're really the ones who are at fault here and, you know, if it's a commercial vehicle, it could be a bigger policy, which helps in those situations where there are, there are multiple cars involved and multiple injuries. So, yeah, again, you want to call an attorney right away to try to locate that person. Yeah, and take pictures, all that stuff. If yep. you get in an accident, call Mo. You got it. Last question. Do I get to keep the ladder if it falls off the truck? That's evidence, sir. It goes into the locker. Thanks, Mo. And always remember, injured on the go, just call Mo. It's time for your weekly NZN update. NZN is Central Florida's only full-time alternative cinema and home to the Eden Bar and the Florida Film Festival, which is taking place April 8th through the 17th this year. NZN is hosting a free viewing of this year's Academy Awards on Sunday, March 27th, and you won't want to miss it. They're also screening the original cult classic Buffy the Vampire Slayer on Tuesday, Legally Blonde in Winter Park Central Park on the 10th, A Woman Under the Influence on March 12th, and the Nick Cage John Travolta classic Face Off on March 22nd. Go to nzn.org today to check out their awesome lineup. Blah, 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 movies. Welcome back to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. And my penis was in the Guinness Book of World Records. But then the librarian asked me to take it out. <laughs> Brendan O'Connor from Bungalore.com. I like that one. That was good. Did you I write stole that? It. No, I stole it. Okay. I like that. I like that. That was funny. You can't remember where I saw it, but it made me laugh. It sounds like one of those like one-liner jokes that, that, yeah. that a like comedian a dad joke. Says. It's a yeah, dad joke. It's very good. You do that to warm up the crowd. Uh-huh. You know? Uh, here on Bungalow Bus, we talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods. And we're hanging out at Sideward Brewing yes, we in are. the Milk District tonight. I've had some beers tonight. They yeah. keep bringing them to me. Which means they're gonna very get loose. good, too. You're going to let some I'm a little slide. loosey-goosey right now, but I like their beer. I really do. Great beer. They really do. I love the people who work here. Good the owners too. are so sweet. The food is delicious, which people don't talk about the food here enough. They have some vegetarian options. I didn't even know they too. had food here, honestly. Yeah, and it's great. It sets them apart. Well, you've always wanted a brewery where you could get a sandwich. It's true. This it's is true. the one. It's very true. I do I do like a good sandwich. <laughs> uh, before the break, we're talking about a bunch of stuff. We have even more headlines to go through, John. We can do. I just jump right in? Sure. Wait, we should tell people if they like what they hear, they should go to bungalower.com. Go to hell. They know. 
They should follow you, and uh, they should go to Instagram. Yeah. They should go to Facebook. They should go to TikTok, all you the places. Want, you want us to look into things, let us know to send us an email. Jeffrey Weiner from the Orlando Sentinels walking by. Oh right yeah, now. yeah, 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 yeah. Breaking news reporter uh-huh. for Orlando Sentinel. I think editor actually. Uh, we saw another. We saw a CNN person here. So clearly, yeah, it's, it's like the the, the hangout club. spot for the press. Yeah. Uh, Cleo's Lounge is to it will become a taco and tequila lounge. Okay, we shouldn't confuse it. Isn't there another Cleo's on OBT? There's like a Dirty Dancer one. We don't call them dirty; they're just dancers. No, like I th- they do like pottery. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they did Dirty Dancing, no, like, that's, like that's, the movie. That's Patrick Swayze. That's what I'm saying. Jennifer Grey. No, is that her name? Yeah, there's not pottery in no, that. It's that's Demi Moore. You're, you're mixing Demi up Moore. You're mixing up movies. <laughs> Ghost is, is Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore doing pop. You are not driving tonight, Dirty John Dancing Buster. is Jennifer Grey and Patrick Swayze dancing in Virginia. Oh, I, you know what? There is a lot of cross wires there. Shot in Virginia. I'm glad we worked it out. Virginia. We worked out. We fought. We found a anyway, resolution. We're still friends. Downtown Cleo's closed. Uh-huh. I didn't know that. They, didn't really, they actually got bought. And where, it, where exactly is Cleo's? Um, close to Wall Street, yes. just off of Central. By Casey's, right? Yeah. Yes, somewhere yeah. over there. By Swig's, the okayest bar in town. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Behind Celine. Okay. Yeah, so they got purchased by none other than TMG, T-Market Group, who we're going to say a lot this, this part of the episode. So every time I say T-Market Group, take a drink. They got purchased. They were operating it as Cleo's for the last couple of months. They have since closed it. It will reopen uh, this summer as a tequila and taco lounge. I thought it's tacos taco were done. I thought we were done with tacos. You know, I kind of thought so, too. This, these are I don't sonoran. hate tacos. I'll eat tacos all day long. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, what I'm saying is, Brendan, what I'm saying, you can just stop. Uh, but I feel like, like if you're going to open a taco place, you got to, like, you got to bring it, and I just don't know if that's the thing right now. Tacos. I don't know. They have a great chef, Nick Greco. He's he's working with T Market Group on that Planties right. vegan burger place that's opening up on, in Mills. He's also doing another thing that I haven't even read about yet that Fayez just wrote about, and uh, also in Mills, it's going to be like an open fire kitchen oh, concept. Right. Um, so he's I don't know. They're they're just getting a little flexy about food right now. All right. So let's see what happens. When are they going to open the tiny meatloaf place? Tiny meatloaf? Tiny meatloafs. Like, like you know how they have cupcake restaurants? Do you really I know want, of one that's coming? No, or do I've you never heard one? of anybody open a tiny meatloaf place. I just think that would be amazing. Isn't that what the meatball stop is? No, the meatballs and meatloaf are two totally different things. It's the same things. thing. No, it's just totally one of those different. round. Totally different. It's the same thing. No, no, no. Round versus flat. No, it's different spices, different everything. What? I'm just saying. When you eat meatloaf, you're not like, oh, my God, this is a big meatball. <laughs> I do. All right, well... <laughs> I'm just saying, I think somebody could capitalize on miniature meatloaves with different, like, different kinds of meatloaf. Anyway, you can steal that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, what a gift. Anybody listening can make a meatloaf restaurant. I just want you to do a pop-up now. Why don't you do a, a meatball, not meatloaf pop-up? I feel like you can make meatloaves in little, like, cupcake tins, too. And they'd be like a little personal Why don't you do that? Do should, a little I pop-up. should try it. Do it. All right. Have a dinner. <laughs> a meatloaf dinner? A little meatloaf dinner. I just like meatloaf, and you don't <laughs> see it a lot of places. And whenever I see it at a restaurant, I'm like, I got to get that. Can we have that, like tiny meatloafs with little macaroni balls? Yeah. Who makes the best meatloaf in town? Any idea? 
I can't even think I of anyone that eats meatloaf. This is why they should have a whole meatloaf restaurant. There's a drive-through that does it on Colonial. Really? What's uh, where they do like chicken pot pies and stuff? I don't know. Scotty likes it. Um, it's over by the Taco Bell. That doesn't help. There's a million Taco it's Bells. Like, it's like a weird, random little, like, I don't know. All right. It doesn't matter. If anybody knows of a good meatloaf, let me know. <laughs> uh, I don't want to talk about that. We don't worry talk about it in the brain. There's another new restaurant downtown called Bread and Wine Food. Isn't it right next to another wine shop? It's yeah, by a liquor shop. Okay, and right next to like Neon Beach. Yes, but this is uh, so. What do they have here? Just bread and wine. <laughs> yeah, is it food. a communion? Is it like a communion? <laughs> they do like some breakfast. It seems a little confused and a little ambitious. So I'm a little nervous about it. It's a t- it's like a smaller footprint space, kind of next to Insomnia Cookies. By the beer, the brewery over there too. Yeah, Motor Works. Yes, Motor Works. That same stretch. And uh, they, but like for breakfast, we'll have red velvet waffles. That sounds great. Things that look really good. It's a little bit pricier for downtown. Yeah. And so I don't know how well it's going to do. All right. Uh, but it seemed like a cool, like, Hispanic family running it. And they were all like very it. sweet when I stopped in to take pictures. So I hope it does well. When we wrote about it, see, people seemed very excited just about the name. Bread and wine. Bread and, and wine. They're all like, oh, carbs and booze. Like that was like <laughs> they were into it. And it's I feel like it, I've been waiting for it to open for like five years. Yeah. Four years. Like I knew like I'd seen a permit or something. So like the build up must have taken a long time. And, and, and for such a small thing, I just I don't know if that rate of return is going to make sense. I think so. This is a little off topic, Brendan, but I think that sort of strip of downtown when you start getting closer to the courthouse. It'll be interesting these next few years because they're building that new apartment complex right there, right yeah. across the street from the courthouse. Yeah, yeah true. More and more people are going to be, be three towers moving there. Yeah, and so like because that's sort of like the dead end of Orange Avenue. I mean, there's a lot of like business there because of the courthouse and because of the Bank of America building, yeah. which is not the Bank of America building anymore. I, I was just talking to Joel Springman, who owns Wall Street. Yeah, and he, which I guess we should talk about now. We too. can talk about, but that. he was talking about how. Because they, the city, did we talk about the speaker permits earlier? No. Oh man! So I don't want I don't want to mess this Let's up. Let's talk about all these things. Okay. <laughs> so, like to retreat a little bit. Thornton Park is hosting a St. Patrick's Day block party coming up on the seventeenth. Very exciting, right? If you're a, if you're a bungalow or a buddy member, you can show up with your keychain and you can get it for ten bucks versus everybody else. I think awesome. it's like. 20 or something. (laughs) (laughs) And you get three drinks included. Like, it's worth it. So do that. So we wrote about that, and then we shared it on Twitter. And the response from a lot of, uh, you know, people of color on Twitter who were responding was like, well, how come they're allowed to have outdoor speaker permits, right? Valid question. question, Because they've shut down, really, on downtown. And Thornton Park is generally included in downtown. When I think Thornton Park, I I still consider that downtown. I know you don't. I I don't personally, but but it's it's part of the CRA, and they get CRA dollars. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, tangent, I was just talking to Joel Springman, who owns Wall Street. And we haven't written about this yet, so hopefully I get my act together to post it before you guys are listening to this. Uh, the folks from Guilt Nightclub have purchased the south side of Wall Street. So that includes Sideshow, um, YT Key, the um, 
I don't know. I don't know all the bars on on Wall Street, but um, I know what you're talking about. YTK Monkey Bar. Yes. And one more. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, but everything on that side, and then and Wall Street's keeping. They've kind of parceled out what they're calling Bellhop now, where the where the subway was. That looks like a cool bar. Beautiful yes. cocktail bar at night. Yeah, that looks cool. Cof- coffee shop during it's where the day. subway used to be. Yeah. So it's gonna smell like subway in there still. No. All right, we'll see. I was just in there. I just I'll took a, I just took a walk through. Smell like subway bread. Finn Henry's. I went in there to see what they're building. It's called Parlay, uh, by the folks from Eden Bar, and so like. Everything's getting a lot of money put into it on that block. It's going to look completely different by the end of summer. Okay. All of those places, they're redoing their patios. They want people to feel comfortable there when it's not just events. Um, and But they've had a really tough pandemic because the city has not let anyone do events down there. And they're like, I, f- I feel like Wall Street's only done like two events this whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Right? But like, I think that's going to all change here now. Like, I just, like today, Orange County Mayor Jerry Demings lifted all uh, max mask mandates for his employ- the employees of the county. Yeah, like, this is all going away right now. But I, mean, I don't want to say COVID is going away, but like the whole mask thing is going away. The argument for the speaker permits uh-huh. is not for CDC guideline stuff. Yeah, it's because they're trying to crack down on crime, and for whatever reason, they think people are gathering in the streets. To listen to free music without having to pay for things, and then they get into trouble. Uh-huh. And so the the people in charge of like the downtown development board or the city of Orlando, this is their cause right now. But I think it's so short sighted. And now I'm also kind of realizing it's got some racist impacts because a lot of people of color, black people, like to hang out in the downtown area mm-hmm. at those bars, at Eden, at Wall Street, and they're not being allowed to do that right now. Could they gather in other places in other districts? Yeah, sure. But, like, maybe they don't want to. Maybe they don't feel as safe in other parts of town. So, what? I, I guess, what, like, like, the speaker thing, is it is it an event or is there just, like, speakers outside on the Both. sidewalk? A little A, a little a B. All They're right. not letting you have per, uh, speakers faced outside. But, like, how can you have a quiet downtown? Either it's an entertainment district or it's not. And, and Joel Springer brought up, and you'll see it in the interview, he says... We can't treat downtown like it's Park Avenue and Winter Park. It's They're, not. It's not. They're completely not. different things. And a good, vibrant downtown is kind of loud. And yeah. if you're living oh, totally. downtown, you got to you, you you take that. That's yeah. why you live downtown. Or but not. we also have sound ordinances. So oh, if it goes I mean, it over the capacity crazy. that we've established, then that's an issue. But you can't just make it a quiet, hush-hush downtown. That no. doesn't make any sense. I mean, as I said, that's why people want to live downtown. When I was 22, when I moved here, I was not, I was a little older. I was 26. I still wanted to be downtown. I wanted to be at the parties and the bars and all that. So I lived downtown. And then when I was like, all right, I don't want to do this no more, I moved a little, you moved a little away. away. And then I go down when I want and to. That's and great. I, yeah, it's great. But if I'm 25 or 21, I want to party. I want to go downtown. And also, and live downtown. There's something called Eyes on the Street. Jane Jacobs, amazing urbanist, one of my uh-huh. heroes. If there's the more people on the street witnessing things, the safer generally the street is, yeah. right? And so when you remove sidewalk cafes, you remove people from outside, you're kind of just letting people do whatever they want in those areas. And, and we've that's talked about, not We've safe. talked about this, Brian. I mean, there there certainly is is and has and, and maybe will be an issue. Like, like you can't have people getting killed downtown. Like, 
Like, no, that's but I don't think good. that's, a, that's <laughs> but that's something that's nationwide. It is, and I and you is. can't and I, blame it, it on speakers. No, you, you have can't. to blame it on people being pent up in their houses for two years. No, you have to blame it on people forgetting how to re how to be with each other in public. That's the issue. Well, it I mean, the have issue anything is to do with speakers, easy access to guns, that and, too, and other things. Yeah, yeah. But that's a that's an environment. That's a societal totally. issue, and you cannot think. That limiting outdoor events, because all that's going to do is just make those events go somewhere else in town and then make the businesses that are downtown suffer. that have been around for a long time suffer. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and Oh, I got it. I got passionate. But I think, I think about, we talk about this every now and then, Brendan, about turkey legs. All right? About what? Turkey legs. Yeah. So, like, a lot of Where people. Where are you going with this? No, a lot of people are like, well, you know. Turkey legs, Orlando, like we we don't want to be with that. Like we want to distance ourselves mm. from turkey legs. Just embrace the turkey leg. Well, like, that conversation, right? So, so, so that top down conversation, right? Yeah. That's, that perfect. That's just a great example. John. <laughs> great example. So there was a top down search for what is Orlando's signature dish, right? Yeah. And then it became polluted because uh, was it Teresa Jacobs? Yes. Because she has bees she in her backyard. Mayor. She was a like, former mayor. Not only. Not only are we looking for this, but let's like do it through bees. I want honey involved. I want honey involved uh-huh. because I have bees, right? That's what she was thinking. And so the whole machine then was like, okay, now we have to have Orlando's signature dish with honey. What is that? And so the winning dish was honey nougat glacé. Everybody laughed about it. Barely anyone tried it. I tried it. Yes, it was delicious. delicious. Yeah. It was. Felt bad for the people that actually made it. I did too because they got nothing from it. Uh-huh. They closed. They closed. Nobody makes this anymore. Yes. And, and <laughs> So obviously not our signature and dish. We, and we don't have a signature dish. So my point though, Brendan, is like just embrace what we have here. So embrace the turkey leg. Make that Orlando signature yes. dish. But also as downtown, just embrace your yard. You're not going to, you're not Park Avenue. You're not downtown. That's New, fine. You're not New York. You're not all just be Orlando. When you go to New Orleans, there's party. the French Quarter. You yeah. can party in the French Quarter, or you can go to Market Street. And they you have go issues over there. there. I mean, people people get robbed, people get murdered. Like it happens. But they, I'm sure the the <laughs> leaders of of New Orleans say, look, these things are going to happen. Like we we can't stop them, but we'll do our best to contain. But we can them. do our best in those in those environments. But we're also going to embrace what we do and make a lot of money off of it because people from all over the world and all over the country to come to New Orleans just to party, just so, to potentially get robbed. <laughs> but no, I mean, like those are that's going to happen, and and you can't think that it's not going to. But but you can't also you just have to embrace who you are. Downtown Orlando is a place where people you drink know what it's almost party. like. It's like when people are in the closet, like you uh-huh. don't embrace who you are and then you develop bad habits and you do stuff on the side in yeah. secret. And that's when bad things so happen. Downtown. It's a place to party. I mean, I mean, yeah. it's not a place to shop. They don't have they don't have shops down there. And, and as much as you want that stuff, I mean, great. I mean, I'm not saying you shouldn't strive for it. But it's not what it is. So but it's just, an office park during the day. And it's and, a party place at night. And that's great. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Where I used to live in Detroit, it's better now. But 20 years ago, there was nothing downtown. Like, there was a bunch of offices. And then at 5 o'clock, everybody left. And people used, yep. used to say, I wish there was something to do in downtown Detroit. We have that here. Like, mm-hmm. we have clubs and bars. And, and some people love it, but some people don't. So, embrace it. And if you're, Imagine if you're like open containers downtown, like what would that do? Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure the city would never do that. And I've said we should not but with the current leadership. They, won't, they just won't not do with it. the current leadership. And that's why, like, we need to shake it up a little bit. And you can't and, and shaking it up in a positive way, which I think is not cracking down 
on street atmosphere. That makes no, no sense. No. You don't see and, Disney and Springs saying, oh, we can Which is Disney Springs have problems turning up the volume in their streets? No. no they have lots People of music. People go to Disney Springs all the time. Now, there's street a lot of- Street performers. And, and maybe it's more regulated there. I get it. It's, it's their own private property. And and there's there's but they've got out security there. there. They, they have things. They have a they lot do. of things in place to make sure people feel safe. People drink and out behave there, better. Right? Yeah, I don't know. I do think downtown could be more spread out. I, I, there are parts that it could help if it was a little more. It's a design issue, yeah. right? Because it's dark. It's not enough lighting. There's too many nooks and crannies. That's actually a good but point. That can Brendan, be solved. with the lighting. I mean, it. it you could probably brighten that up some more. Yeah, to turn help up out. the lights, or just like more when you lights. want people to leave the bar, you turn the lights on. I mean, from central to church, just yeah. br- lighten that thing up, brighten like, it make up, it like daytime down there. You know, you, I you, mean, you, nobody lives right there, really. It's all I mean, offices. And maybe just turn down the music. Don't turn it off. Uh huh. Doesn't make any sense. Or anyway, just turn opera up. We, we can't and make talk everybody about mad. Or do opera. <laughs> we have some amazing opera True. companies here. <laughs> Get them to do busking. Mm-hmm. Um, Chemical Real. Did we talk about Colonial Plaza potentially knocking down no. Barnes and Noble? So K- Colonial Plaza was part of a real estate transition. Uh, the former owners of Colonial Plaza were Barnes and Noble, and what? What's there that everybody knows about? Marshalls. There's a Big Lots. There's an Old Navy. What's the one that doesn't Petco? like women or gay people? Huh? Hobby Lobby. Hobby Lobby. Yeah. There's a Hobby Lobby. You're right. So that was Weingarten Realty uh, merged with Kimco Realty, which owns Soto Shopping Plaza. And they are, are floating plans that potentially knock down some of the retail components to add apartments because they want to make it mixed use, just like the shopping thing down in Soto because mixed use is hot right now. Yeah, it is. And we so need more hot. apartments. We need more apartments. We do. We don't know how much they're going to charge. So don't get mad at me and send me emails. Probably about a it. lot. But maybe. <laughs> I'm sure they're going to be. Luxury apartments. <laughs> Everything's a luxury apartment. <laughs> Nobody's like, eh, it's just an apartment. But people want to be in these neighborhoods. Anyway. It's true. People got mad because on the chopping block is Barnes & Noble, Petco, and what's the tire place that's there? Is there a Bell Tire? Discount Tire? No. Anyway, oh, good, there's a good year there. Good year. Yeah, there's a good, good year job. There. Good job. Uh, so read about that on Bungalow. Okay. What else do we have to see? Holocaust Center was delayed. They're pushing it back a year because they they need more money. But they got like twenty million dollars this week, didn't they? Or forty? Yeah, it was in the paper today. They got forty. Oh yeah, they got a ton of money. Yeah, well, yeah. that's their target. Well, no, no. Well, one of their donors, Allen Ginsberg, I think it was the poet. Uh, no, I think it was somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, gave a bunch Angel of money. Angel-headed hipsters. Is that like Alec Ginsberg? They gave a bunch. Of, he, he gave a bunch of money. It was a foundation. Well, the target's $40 million to, is what they need in order to build it. So I want to say they got 20 Okay. I love that. Winter Park's undergrounding their utilities. Oh, we haven't talked about Basquiat yet. No. We tried. We were going to start. We don't have enough time. We don't have enough time. We don't have time. Um, we're gonna do it next time. All right. Basically, uh, we're not. No, we did talk about it last week. We don't know if those are uh, real okay. paintings or not. What's a quick one I can talk about? Real M Lounge closed. Um, the owner, man, I don't even. We can't talk about that real quick, too. It's I, crazy. I shouldn't say they don't know if they're real paintings or not. There's some controversy. I'll say that about a basket. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the yeah. New York Times written about it. Uh, museum says one thing; they say some other things. Big controversy. Go, go look for yourself. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to say that. I, know. I don't want to put that in your brain. M Lounge right now. in Ivanhoe Village is reported is closed. We just put up a story about it. If you want to read about it, 
Um, and I guess we're out of time. We are out of time. We probably should go. We need another hour from Real Radio. Two hours? We need a two-hour show. Oh, my gosh. What will we talk about for two Everything. hours? Everything. We'll just take our if time. You, if you want two hours, send an email to Jack, Jack Bradshaw, Bradshaw at realradio.com. <laughs> I don't even know if that's his email address. I don't know either. You can tweet at him. Thanks again to Cyber Brewing. They bought us a couple beers. Yeah, they did. They got their anniversary uh, coming up on the 26th. 26th. We don't know if it's their third Which or their one sixth. it is. I think it's their third. I'm you sure it's going to be great. But It'll be uh, fun. We're just happy to be here. All right, we'll see you guys next week.